This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Carlin Isles is about the hundredth fastest man in the world. Think about how incredible that is. If I was the world's hundredth best podcaster or crossword puzzler or beer pong player, you could not get me to shut up about it. The hundredth best basketball player is a millionaire, but the Olympics don't give out medals for being the hundredth best. You have to finish top three. The Olympics also don't give out medals for most versions of rugby. Even though the sport is massively popular on five continents, it doesn't fit into the summer games. And if there was a rugby tournament in the Olympics, Team USA's men would get their asses kicked. At the 2015 Rugby World Cup, the American Eagles lost to South Africa 64-0. But what if there was a way to get rugby into the Olympics, allow Isles to become a superstar, and create a path for the U.S. to win a medal. Enter Rugby Sevens, a sport Isles didn't even know existed until he clicked a YouTube video that changed his life. So I drove up to Aspen, Colorado, took $250 worth of gas. I had $250 left over. I was sleeping on couches, eating peanut butter, jelly, and ravioli, just trying to get a shot. So in about a month only playing rugby, I got invited to the USA Development Tour in Canada. I went there, I toured up. Next day I got a contract, boom. One of my goals came true. About three months of playing rugby, I made my first tour, became the world's fastest rugby player, bam, another one. Then I inspired so many people around the world, bam. Made the 2016 Olympics, bam. So everything I envisioned came true plus more. Isles always dreamed of making the Olympics, but he wasn't born to be a sprinter or a football player or even a standard rugby player. He was born to play rugby sevens, a sport he'd never heard of. And the way he found his calling could inspire an entire generation of future Olympians. This is the Ringer Guide to the Summer Games. I'm your host, Roger Sherman. Today's sport of the day, rugby. There are dozens of slightly different types of football across the globe. In the United States, we have American football. Across the border, Canadian football. 
There's Aussie rules football and Gaelic football and rugby football. Rugby Union has 15 players per side and Rugby League has 13. There's one thing that unites all of these games. You kick a funny shaped ball through goalposts at the ends of the field. It's like Prince Akib said in Coming to America. The Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. None of these types of football are especially well suited for the Olympics. That's because they're violent. There's a reason the NFL playoffs take more than a month to complete. International rugby tournaments take even longer. Have you ever seen a rugby player's nose? After enough scrums, they become boomerang shaped. This is where Rugby Sevens comes in. Sevens is almost identical to Rugby Union, but with only seven players per side instead of 15. But make no mistake, that doesn't make it any less intimidating when New Zealand's all-black Sevens do the haka. The field is the same size as in 15-a-side rugby, and the rules are mostly the same. So with half the players, games are wide open. There's less tackling, there's more scoring. Instead of running into a gang of five burly, muscly men who can break your nose, speedy players simply run around everybody. Sevens doesn't just boost scoring, it also makes the sport fit perfectly into the Olympics. The games last 14 minutes, so a 16-team tournament can fit into just two days. This version levels the playing field. At the first Olympic men's tournament in 2016, Fiji won gold. Fiji! It's hard for a tiny island with fewer than a million citizens to take down the largest nations on Earth. But in sevens, it has a chance. I think all of Fiji greeted the Olympic team when it returned home from Rio with gold medals. The U.S. is more than 300 times bigger than Fiji, but they might have more rugby players. Our men are 3-26 all time at the 15-a-side Rugby World Cup. But we have enough speed to compete in sevens. That's thanks to players like Carlin Isles. It's also thanks to the power of curiosity. He was one of 40 top 100-meter sprinters in the USA, and believe it or not, he started playing rugby 12 weeks ago. Isles has run the 100-meter dash in as little as 10.13 seconds. He tried to go pro as a sprinter, but he wasn't fast enough to make the U.S. team. He thought he could parlay that speed into an American football career, but couldn't climb the depth chart as a Division II running back. But one day, he had an epiphany. Isles stumbled across a video on the internet and decided to go pro in a sport he'd never heard of. I just started watching it. I was like, man, all these ideas kind of popped into my mind. I was like, what if I became the world's fastest rugby player? You know, what if I made the Olympics in 2016? So I got on Google who to contact. I found the CEO at the time, Nigel Melville. I sent him an email. The next day he called me. Called me the next morning. I talked to him. And probably about four days later, I packed up all my stuff. 
uh, and I moved to Aspen, Colorado. And I remember I was, I left there because I'm like two weeks from the trials. This is my dream, of course. And I was like, the guys and my training partners at the time, I was like, man, I'll see you in the 2016 Olympics. Were you just on YouTube and you said something popped up? No. So you know how the videos kind of, all the videos pop up on the side. So I was watching a video, you know, studying biomechanics and it just popped up. And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, what's this? I just started watching. I never played rugby, never really heard of it in my life. I was like, man, this look crazy. And I was just like, I start watching. I'm just like, man, there's a lot of space. You know, I'm a tenacious player. You know, I'm even small, but I'm tenacious. And just like all these ideas kind of popped into my mind and I just ran with it. This is the greatest outcome in the history of YouTube's What to Watch Next algorithm. Instead of sending someone down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole about how reptiles control the government, it led an athlete to become a superstar in a sport he didn't even know existed. Isles quickly became known as the fastest man in rugby. Just months after he picked up a ball, a video of him speeding past defenders racked up 7 million views on YouTube. That brought him more opportunities. I played a pro professional team or pro 15s team in uh, Glasgow, with Scotland. So I, I did that and then I'm just like, it was cold and wet over there. And then I went to London and played. And I'm just like, this is not a lot of space for me. And I like getting the ball a lot. And for 15s, it's not really like that. Depends on what hemisphere you're playing in. So I was just like, eh, I'm gonna stick with sevens. I think that's more for me. Getting football dropouts to transition to rugby is a legit strategy for Team USA. Isles' teammate, Perry Baker, briefly made the Philadelphia Eagles. He went on to become World Rugby Sevens Player of the Year in 2017 and 2018. Isles found the sport through YouTube. Now, people get into the sport by watching his YouTube videos. Track people, NFL people, just a lot of crossover people just in general want to try it. Call me, hey, what should I do if I find a club here? They always ask me, okay, how is it like and how do I start? Isles' path makes me wonder, what other hidden Olympic heroes are out there? Is there a volleyball superstar who couldn't cut it playing basketball? Is there a modern pentathlon champion who's never heard of modern pentathlon? How many potential gold medalists around the world just never happen to click on the right link? Isles is proof that some people are born to play a specific sport. It just might not be the sport that they think. I'd like to thank our associate producers, Erica Cervantes and Lonnie Ronaldo, who literally made these episodes. Additional thanks go to Ben Glixman and Arjuna Ramgopal. I'd especially like to thank the Ringer's fact-checking team for making sure I didn't say anything wrong in these episodes. And I'd like to thank you for listening.